know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. Ooh, you Who's gonna stop you? It's Odin. <laughs> this is. If this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> like, we will not have it. Hi, everybody. We got a curfew. By nine o'clock, you're Odin. Oh, regret. Dang, can you edit that out? And now. This is. Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. You are now listening to Marvelous Friends. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Marvelous Friends podcast. We are a group of friends who give our honest reviews on all things Marvel, uh, comic related, our favorite MCU movies, characters, and moments. Uh, You never know where these conversations are going to go. If you've been listening to us for up until episode 62, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So stick around. It's going to be a crazy ride. Before we start things, I just want to say to our listeners... Um, we are on every major uh, podcast platform, so please follow us and subscribe to our podcast to get live updates, and it really does go a long way for us. And so we love all of you and all of our subscribers, so go ahead and click that follow and subscribe button. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and you leave a review for us, we'll give you a shout out and read your thoughts on a future episode. And so without further ado, let's get things started. Uh, I'm the host, Rob, and I'm with me, I brought a few of my friends. This is Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. And in this episode, we are going to talk about Jessica Jones Season 1, Episodes 8 through 10. We decided, you know what? Let's take a trip to Jessica Jones land. Let's take a trip Hmm. to Kilgrave. Let's take a trip to follow that story. And this is one of the more mature Marvel stories. You're not going to find these stories in the MCU per se. Uh, Although this is MCU adjacent. They keep on referencing the incident is what they call it. Yeah, the incident. The incident. Loki's attack was uh, pretty traumatizing for our our Netflix Marvel characters. Exactly. Exactly. And so we've been watching Jessica Jones. uh, And so we've been watching all the way up until episode seven. And episode seven, it ends um, with Jessica meeting with Kilgrave in her childhood home. And episode eight, it actually picks up in the home. It begins with Jessica reminiscing of her childhood uh, as she and Kilgrave are in the childhood home and they're playing house basically. And what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about everything that happened really, not everything, but most things that happened between episode eight, nine, and 10. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And uh, I hope you guys are spending great time with, uh, with family. Uh, do we have any Thanksgiving plans for Thursday? I'm going to see my mother. Hmm. Okay. And unlike Trish, I'm I'm very excited about that cuz my mom is very hospitable and she loves to cook. Hmm. There you go. How about you, Elise? What are your plans for Thanksgiving? Uh I don't know. I, like I how you almost sang that. Go ahead. Here too. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> this is my debut. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um I don't know. Got to see what's up with my family or if not, then possibly 
Friendsgiving somewhere. Okay. I'm not okay. sure. Marvelous oh, and then also, <laughs> also yeah, just wanted that. to put in a little plug. I just realized it is American Indian Heritage Month. Yes. So happy shout outs, American Indian yes. Heritage mm-hmm. Month to y'all. You love mm. to see it. That's good. So yeah, yeah forgot to, to throw that it. in there. Yeah. What are we doing? I, th- I don't know if we've like landed on. So because we are married, Rob and I, yes, we, we have to split our time between in-laws. But this year, my parents are going to Canada. For Thanksgiving, a month skirt, late. Skirt? So that was, that was skirt, skirt with the question mark. <laughs> so we get to watch. Cold. I know, right? <laughs> we get to watch my parents' dog at my parents' house while they're away. So it's like, all right, Ooh, not not bad. Party at your parents' possible yeah. marvelous friends party at our crib. Yeah, marvelous Ooh. friends giving. Marvelous right friends giving Black Friday edition yeah. featuring Kara. Yes, featuring Kara. We love Kara. Kara the we dog. Meet Kara. It's going to have a big party, and then suddenly your parents are going to come home <laughs> right. early, like, wow, Fergie, you know, we need something happened on our trip. Thank you. <laughs> right. I think, we're, I think we're also going to my, my mom's place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we have a uh, – normally Thanksgiving and Christmas is a bit busy for us because we trade um, between We go back and, and forth. So. Yeah, we do. Um, and so, you know, Marvelous Friends Thanksgiving. Um but uh, I hope you guys, uh, our listeners, those of us who uh, follow our podcast, I hope you guys are having a great holiday season. Um, I hope that uh, that the holiday season is off to a great start for you with Thanksgiving and Black Friday and then Christmas coming up. And so there's a lot of Marvel comic or MCU content coming out with Hawkeye. Then you have Spider-Man No Way Home. And I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of news uh, going into the holidays, but this episode, we're going to talk about episode 8 through 10 of Jessica Jones. Really quick, what did you guys think of these sets of episodes? Now, we're getting the, the second half of this season. What are, are we liking it? Is it taking a dip? Is it reaching its peak? What do we think of these few episodes? I love it. I feel like last episode is when it really just picks up, and episode 8 is just some good... Um, like plot progression, I guess I would say. Um, I think I feel like we get every single character. It feels like in episode eight, um, so I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, and frustrated. Yeah, I think I'm with Fergie. I think I think each episode gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like now we're at the point where all the characters are kind of coming together, mm-hmm. like all their motivations or goals are intersecting with another character's motivation and goals. And now there's more, the pacing is much quicker. Yep. The, the slow burn yeah. pace is gone. Like think, there's more urgency because now Kilgrave is out in the open and he's scheming and planning. And then at the same time, Jessica's trying to, you know, get him in prison. But then at the other same time, you have the cop trying to kill him. So everything's just, running into each other yeah 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 everything especially in episode eight and uh eight and nine things really start running into each other how about you elise what did you do you like episodes eight through ten is it dipping down for you is it hitting a peak what do you think no yeah it's really good it's uh definitely hitting a peak and yeah you know it's i i like the the emotional roller coaster i went on kind of because Mm. It's like you get some of Kilgrave's backstory and it makes you seem it makes it seem like it's gonna do that, oh, 
here goes the villain with the sad backstory. But then you realize, yo, this man's just, mm-hmm. he's just Crazy. not, he's not redeemable, really. Yeah. Like at first you kind of think he is, mm-hmm. or, you know, the that's how they play it for the audience. But then you're just like, yeah. And I think I'm okay with that. Because I think we talked about it, that sometimes some, like having variety of villains, like there doesn't need to have like a justifiable villain all the time. Sometimes a villain can just be evil just mm-hmm. because they are. And that's just as compelling depending on how you do it so it was just like at first you're just like dang Mm -hmm. wow he was experimented on and stuff like that and then uh even when jessica plays back some of the footage you see him like holding his ears and kind of Mm -hmm. like whatever so they kind of play with that but then the episodes continue and the events go and you're just like nah Kilgrave gotta go like Mm -hmm. you just yep so yeah I, i like a lot of that and just how they're always so close yet so far away. They're like they have him within his gra- when, within their grasp, and then he but he still finds a way to slip out. And it's just like oh go uh, uh, get him back. Yeah, they had him, and then he le- and it's just like mm-hmm. all you need to do is take your eyes off of him for one second, and then exactly. something goes yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's like keeps also, you at the like, edge of your seat. They don't have a group plan either, right? And that's always. just like. Get yourselves together. Yeah. Like, don't don't leave just one person in the room with him. Always have like a, a buddy system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the weakest point of these episodes. I would say if I had to grade, if I had to compare these episodes to the ones we got, I would say these ones are a little bit worse mm-hmm. because, like, I get it. These characters have been through some problems personally. But at the same time, like even right here, we're watching in the background, Jessica just leaves Kilgrave with Hogarth. Yeah. Someone that has she has had friction with yep. by and herself. That doesn't go well. No. And it's just like, but again, it's still really good. It's still really good. But that's a weakness of yeah. the, these episodes. Yep. Yep. I um I like these episodes. Um I think everything you guys are saying about about the there's a lot of tension. And there, it's at this point. There's almost there's probably one story that didn't have tension until later on. It did, and it had to do with um, Malcolm and the group that oh, he was getting yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, where at some point, you know, they all kind of get fed up with like, yeah, you know what? We are just talking too much, and um, Malcolm kept on trying to fill in the the silence, and they says, you know, you don't have to to talk right and so he just confesses and starts getting like you know really telling people what happened to ruben and there's ruben's sister mm-hmm. right at, like at the <laughs> bar and i was like oh, oh yeah dude. like how that, did we miss that <laughs> yeah how do we miss also like how do you like just trust these people with this information like the whole time we were watching it i was like dude you were saying way too much way too fast Way too soon. What are you doing? Yeah, it feels like the writers wrote themselves into a corner and yeah. had to get out. I can yeah. see that. Yep, that makes so, sense. So, yeah, because this, yeah. And, and maybe, because some fans have argued, oh, maybe this is why it should have been 10 episodes instead of 13. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's a small thing. It definitely was mm-hmm. annoying, but it wasn't like, oh, these episodes are trash now. It's just like, yeah. it's just you're in the moment and you're like, oh, my gosh, why did yeah. why did this happen? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I will point. say... I think you guys are slowly winning me over <laughs> with this show. I can tell by, like, even last episode, yeah. you were into it. I was, 
on so do you remember what scene that was um i think i all i remember it was just in kilgrave in the house and there was something that was revealed i feel like or no the neighbor right the neighbor Oh, 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 the neighbor walking yeah. up. Mr. Yeah. Luca. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Luca. And she um, she says, I have a message from Kilgrave. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. The explosion. Right? The explosion. There's yeah. a lot that happened. Yeah, that she has, like a, she has a bomb in a, in a box. Yeah. 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 Like, I saw that. I was like, this is Kil- Kilgrave has had a thorough plan through and through. Um, but yeah, I forget. There was that scene and there was a few other scenes. There was a lot, yeah. And I was reacting to these scenes and in my head, I'm like, Rob, you hate this show. Why are you <laughs> reacting? Wait, so is, are these episode eight scenes or just all throughout these three? Oh, throughout these three. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Throughout these three. I eight, think nine, it really ten. picked up in seven and then eight, nine, ten. It yeah. just kind of yeah. accelerated. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, still don't like Jessica. But, Fair but I, Kilgrave. He's he's the dude. He's Wait, the, really? Yeah. See, this dude. is what because, this is weird because I remember we were in the car. <laughs> And we were driving. Um, what was it? Oh, to your to um, our groomsman getaway house. Okay. The weekend you were getting married. Dude, how, okay, go ahead. I'm like, how do you remember this? So we go were ahead. in the car because Daredevil. Daredevil season. To. Yeah, it's me. It just blows my mind each time. I'm like, okay, that specific detail. Like, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, it was yeah. it was a great weekend. I'm always gonna remember that. I mean, it was the weekend you got married. Anyway. <laughs> So we were in the car while you were still a single man in the car driving to the wedding location. Daredevil season three was coming out. Mm. I think a trailer had dropped for Daredevil season three. I remember this. And we started talking about all the Netflix, Marvel Netflix shows. And during the conversation, I'm like, yo, I I don't know who's better villain, Kilgrave or Kingpin. And you were like, what? Dude, it's (laughs) obviously Kingpin. I'm Uh. like, nah, come on. Kilgrave was... Man, Kilgrave was just obsessed with Jessica. Big deal. Yeah. I'm like, no, bro. It's just how he and we had this back and forth. And yeah. so now to get to a point where you're like giving Kilgrave he's, some he's props. Good. Yeah. See, yeah. that's what I, I think we were. I was trying to say something like that too, like because yeah, when you were saying like you really don't like the show and all that stuff, and I was saying that uh, when we were comparing the seasons, I think I made a comment that like yeah. Kilgrave really made season one. And so mm-hmm. that's why, like, mm-hmm. you know, in season two, when things are a little bit different, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's like, okay. So, yeah, that's what I was trying to, I was trying to hype up Kilgrave. If anything, I was like, yeah. if you don't like whatever, like, you, come on, you got to be here for Kilgrave yeah. and you yeah. just were yeah. in it. And I said, yeah. wow, that's crazy. But so, now you get, now you're here. I, I told, yeah, I'm here. You've arrived. You know, I, I also feel like I if have... season two was your first introduction to Jessica Jones, then it's justified for you not to like this show. But with Kilgrave, he's so such a good villain. So here's right. what happened with me when I first watched the show. Um, Rinaldi, last time we, I think, yeah, last time we, we, we were talking about episode seven. Yeah. And I, at some point you mentioned about like the first time when you saw the trailer. You thought that this was like a feminist agenda. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a real show. It wasn't this is stupid. Show. Wow. That's all I saw while you were watching the actual show. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I yeah. saw. And so I couldn't get past that, even with this amazing acting happening in front of me. I can't get past this is what the show's about. The show's trying to push this. The show's trying to push this. That's all I could think about. I was young. <laughs> like two weeks ago. But I'm remembering what, like 
five, seven, ten years ago when this first yeah, when yeah, it came out. dropped uh, six years ago. I saw this six. once and I'm like, never yeah. again, <laughs> never again. Yeah. Every um, time I mention this show and me and then Fergie gets excited and we talk about our favorite moments, mm. you would just groan in the car. <laughs> yes, but but, but Kilgrave and Elise, I think you said it perfectly. He makes this yep. show. Yeah, he makes it. Uh, it's Trish no. doesn't make it. Oh. Nah, uh, she, she, Steve Rogers doesn't make it. Nah, Trish Trish messed up. Trish, why why did Trish save him? Yeah, why? Just because a, she thinks she's she's in love. No, this man lied to you and got blown up for it. Trish, what happened to <laughs> what happened to a? We got to get Kilgrave. I want to help you get this guy. Yep. You know, I was the one that grabbed you, Jessica, after he abused you. Mm. That's what she had said. So <laughs> then, why are you keeping the same energy? He's right there. <laughs> why are we dealing with Diet Steve Rogers? We don't care about you. Kilgrave here. Could you, if she was in the room with Kilgrave and Hogarth, think about mm-hmm. all the craziness that would have been avoided. Yeah, but yeah. instead she ran off to get Diet Steve Rogers. Like, she could have just called nine one one. That's it. She could have. She could. But she wants to be a hero, vigilante. This, <laughs> hero for this, what? Is this what Jessica would do? Would she call the cops? Then if she wouldn't do it, I can't do it. Oh, ah, heroes killed. Jessica would have called nine one one. Yeah, she would have. <laughs> um, so, so real quick, let's just talk about just all these, three, all these three episodes. It's, it's a lot that goes on. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening and you're unsure about these shows, I will say out of, if you're a diehard MCU fan, um, you're gonna have to turn that off a little bit watching these shows. Um, because mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody, it was you, we were at the library yesterday and we were getting some work done and there was a book, uh, called what? 501 movies top movies something like that uh, best movies to best watch best movies to watch something it was a good coffee lines. table book yeah but it was it was massive and i'm flipping through the pages i'm like oh that movie oh i've never seen that movie but i've heard so much about it oh that movie that movie and i'm flipping through the pages i'm like mcu would never like these are movies the mcu is great and we get a lot of like iconic moments but then like to call every movie from the mcu like a masterpiece People haven't seen these movies. Yeah. And it's the same mm. thing with TV shows. Like, a lot of the TV shows that people like, you know, Loki was great. No, it was not that great. <laughs> but this is a masterpiece. Just the, the way it's written, it's mature, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it, it, it pushes boundaries. This is a good quality show yep. that if you want to know and, and you want to be able to critique other MCU stuff, you got to watch these shows. And so... Again, take your time, watch these shows uh, as we're watching it, episode 8 through 10. I wanted to ask you guys, what uh, what is one moment that stood out to you? This could be a moment that was your favorite that you that you enjoyed watching. This could be the most frustrating moment. This could be the most annoying moment. This could be a moment that you were like, "Oh, that was cool." But what moment stood out to you? One moment in these three episodes. Sheesh, just one, huh? 
So yeah, my one moment, and this is a scene I've watched like a thousand times, like no live, watched this scene a thousand times. Mm. Um, but it was after um Kilgrave escapes with Hogarth from the facility that Jessica is holding him in. Mm. And he um tells Hogarth, you know, take me to someone you trust to fix my injuries. And Hogarth has to obey because Kilgrave's using Dang. his powers. So Hogarth takes Kilgrave to her kind of distant wife, mm-hmm. who is a doctor, to so Kilgrave can fix his injuries that Jessica inflicted upon him while he was escaping. Mm-hmm. And while he's getting stitched up, he's having a conversation with Wendy about how he and Jessica have relationship problems. And then Wendy's like, uh, don't uh, say less. I have, I having, me and Jerry have our own relationship problems. And then they're just having this casual conversation about relationship problems, even though like hmm. Kilgrave kidnapped and raped Jessica. It wasn't like they had a relationship, but just the, how casual they were about having this conversation. Hmm. And then in the middle of it, Kilgrave is like, you know, shut up, Jerry. And then Hogarth has to be quiet. Mm-hmm. But it's like he says it so casually, mm-hmm. you know, like like you would say if I said mm-hmm. Iron Man 3 was great. You'd be like, shut up, Ronaldo. <laughs> but instead, I would keep talking. I said that verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ending of this whole storyline is Kilgrave saying, all right, Wendy, you want uh, revenge for death by a thousand cuts? Oh, yeah. Here, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. And then she interprets that that i guess was it a command i mean technically it was a command but she interprets this message as oh, all right i'm gonna literally give mm-hmm. my wife death by a thousand cuts yeah in revenge for the metaphorical death by a thousand cuts yeah. that i got mm-hmm. and that was crazy and, yeah. and then and hogarth got cut 30 times mm-hmm. then her mistress hit Wendy in the back of the head, mm-hmm. and she died. Crazy scene. Yeah, Kilgrave yeah, caused all that right. without even trying. Yeah, he didn't even try. Yep. How about you, girls? Yeah, honestly, that was a little bit of mine. Um, I had to really think if I can go back just a little bit. There's a scene in episode seven when Kilgrave is sharing about his abuse with Jessica, and I feel like for the first time we get to really see just her more emotional and not like out of fear. Um, And she's watching Kilgrave being tortured in these videos. And um, she's like wincing at the pain. And I feel like she carries a little bit of that emotion on in episode eight, nine and 10. And then even just the women around her, like the women that we like, the really strong ones, they all kind of just step up in their performance with Hogarth being slashed to death slowly. Well, she doesn't die, but her getting almost killed um and even um what's his face Kilgrave's mother too Mm. just that reveal of who she is and so I feel like with all the characters that we see the new characters that we're introduced to I feel like everyone just really brought it in these few episodes yeah that was solid that was solid how about you Elise what what's one moment out of these three episodes that you're like whoa or you were frustrated with it. <laughs> well, yeah, there's more than one, but for the sake of, you know, respecting your request, um, I will uh, say. I just request things. <laughs> I would say it would probably be like the end scene for episode 10 mm. when Hope finally, she just kills herself, mm. basically. Mm. 
and just like yeah that whole thing was crazy just um having malcolm robin and some of the other people in the support group yep hanging like having the nooses around their neck and then just basically like Kilgrave, just being able to you know at one command just be like okay step off and then that's it and then having hope there and so that whole interaction then when hope is just like you know it's all because of me like i'm just gonna end my life like just it's like you can kill him now. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're free. You can just mm-hmm. just do it. Say it. Promise me you'll do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so that whole scene was crazy to me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there were points where I'm like, why doesn't she just kill him? And Rob's always like, hope. And I'm like, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. All of this, I keep forgetting. <laughs> and I think that's the writer's issue is that it's it's you're so uh, involved with Jessica and... Kilgrave, that you forget that there's like a hero's motive to save hope mm-hmm. and and you know get her out of prison because she's you know wrongfully accused. You forget about that story because five, six, seven episodes will go by, and I'm exaggerating, but episodes will go by and you won't hear Hope's name or her face. Yeah. And so you forget that she's part of the story. But yeah, I keep forgetting about them. Like, why don't she just <laughs> yeah. kill him? But hope, yeah. Like if if he's dead, then hope has no chance to. Um, I I did like when Kilgrave said, um, "I need hope." No, the person, not the person, not the not, not the concept. <laughs> Though I am a hopeful man. <laughs> yeah, he's but just I, so clever with his words, right? But I think that's interesting too. Just even uh, thinking about hope as a concept mm-hmm. and like hope killing herself so it's almost like there's no hope for this mm-hmm. man you just have to kill mm-hmm. him that's yeah. it isn't that so. a yeah. play on what's going on in the show because mm-hmm. i'm seeing even the people that he's commanding they're interpreting what he's saying mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. they are you know like i i it, it clicked for me when um you know basically uh Kilgrave gets released from the cage he gets free and he tells trish to put a bullet in her head mm-hmm. and so later on we see her take, like physically, not the gun, just take a bullet and try to jam it in her head. And then Jessica takes the same bullet, puts it in Trisha's mouth, and she goes, it's in your head. Mm-hmm. Metaphor, like yeah. in every sense of the word. Yeah. And then she's just released she from it. She gets it, yeah. And so it's 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 almost like hope, not the concept, but the name. It's like that's almost the play on his power mm-hmm. and, and what we're, we're dealing with, especially in yeah. these few episodes. There's a way, there's hope to overcome your compulsions i think that's the metaphor Mm -hmm. right but there's some who are hopeless at overcoming their compulsions i mean the fact that kilgrave himself has a compulsion to be around jessica like he's willing to even have jessica teach her teach him how to be a hero Mm -hmm. in some kind of buddy cop shane black nonsense movie (laughs) Like, right. Kilgrave's willing to do that, even though that doesn't mean you're going to have a r- romantic relationship with her. But he's so obsessed or compulsive about Jessica, he's willing to do it. And I think that puts him in danger because now Jessica knows that she doesn't have to worry about being controlled. Mm-hmm. So, And he's still going to be obsessed with Jessica. So it's almost like his compulsion is hopeless. But some of these other characters' compuls- compulsions... Mm-hmm. Maybe they can overcome them. Yeah. yeah. I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have one scene that that uh, I want to talk about. Um, 
Why do we think Jessica uh, has overcame? Because in these episodes, there's a scene where um, Jessica grabs him by the shirt and he turns to Jessica and says, uh, let, let me go, glow. Jessica. Yeah. And she doesn't let him go, which is like, whoa, you didn't obey my command. And so I wanted to ask you guys, what do we think that is? What do you think happened to Jessica? Not just in that moment, because it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Why do we think she's immune to him? Hmm. She's an antibody. Uh, yeah, there was. There's been so many discussions about this in in comment sections that I've been yeah. in. Um, but I guess my, what I think. Yeah, <laughs> forget but about I'm those commenters. In, they're not in this room. Yeah, <laughs> what I think is that Jessica, I think, is able to. I I think there's something insider and i think it might be because she has powers herself mm. that can resist him and i think she's been slowly resisting him a little bit at a time mm-hmm. and then eventually after a long period of time of being around him she was able to free herself mm. so that's my theory is that she's always been able to resist him a little bit mm. but it just kind of grew over time until eventually she she could just break free mm. so that's my theory okay any other deferring theories? Um, well, I would say um, because Jessica ended up getting her powers through an experiment of sorts, right? Is that is that yeah, how her experiment? Right. So I think like kind of bouncing off of what Rinaldi's saying, it's just like uh, how how can I say this? So it's kind of like right when we like vaccines, right? Mm-hmm. You're kind of putting the strain of something or helping your body recognize something so that your immune system could fight it. So I feel like whatever it is with that experiment, like, I don't know, something in her body, I guess it's, it's kind of like it's training to mm-hmm. deal with this, you know, threat mm-hmm. and creating an immunity over time. Because that's how our bodies do it, right? When we get sick, mm-hmm. you know, our immune system's fighting, it's adapting, it's learning, okay, something's wrong mm-hmm. and it's working to correct it. So in the same way, like her exposure repetitively to to Kilgrave's powers, plus mm. I don't know if her experiments, the 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 powers that she got, does something too. Like so, something about it, mm. I guess, maybe is going head to head, and so it's learning. Yeah, and she's yeah now immune. When you said, when you said it's it's learning, it just reminds me of that scene from uh, X Men Apocalypse where uh, Apocalypse is like watching TV and he goes. Learning. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Horrible writing. Yeah. How about you, Fergie? Um, I don't know. I don't really have a concrete answer. I feel like what Rinaldi said makes sense. What Elise said definitely makes sense. And I feel like whatever you're about to say is going to make more sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know. Um, It's not clear, which is why I think comment sections everywhere about the show is like going crazy on what they think. Yeah. Um. I think everything that, you know, you, Elise, and Rinaldi that you said is uh, totally plausible. And I think it's it might very well be what's happening. I, for a second, thought that it had to do with interpretation. Like, interpreting what he's saying. Because, um, like, for example, when um, when he... When she grabs him by the shirt and he turns to her and says, let me go, Jessica, 
it doesn't have to necessarily mean physically let me go. Mm. It could be like in your heart, let me go. And maybe in that moment, she did exactly that because she may have interpreted it that way. Mm. Now, it's a cool idea. I just don't think that that idea carries over with the past because I can't <laughs> think of a time where he said something and it can be interpreted as something else. Mm-hmm. Well, she she broke free after she killed Luke's wife. And the command he gave was, come on, let's go. Okay. So how do you reinterpret That's that? That's what I was just saying. Oh, okay. That's what I was just saying. Like, I, I the, the things in the past... Is not consistent with this current theory. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. But I can see with the current theory that that scene made sense. Mm-hmm. What I'm confused about, and I don't mean to derail things here, but how in the world did Trish interpret "put a bullet in you" as taking an actual bullet and and put and, and pressing it against your forehead? Like well, that's the most blonde white woman well, stereotype. No, no, no. I've but, ever seen in life. That is filling all the stereotypes. Well, no, I'm glad you went back to that because I was actually going to go back to that. So, but that's the thing you have to understand, and that that was a that would have been one of the scenes I would mention when you asked me about moments, but. She got lucky because remember when he said put the bullet in your head, she actually clicked it, but luckily mm-hmm. there were no bullets it's- in there. Trish would have died. But she, again, the only so reason she that happened. She to shoot herself, mm-hmm. but then she realized, okay, I have to find another way to, way to do it, it because I, there's no more uh, bullets in the barrel. You know why so you know that happened? <laughs> why, Ridolti? Because she unloaded the gun aiming wildly. Like, oh, she, she was going to shoot a lot. Can we crazy. go back even further when um, Kilgrave's in the cage? I think his parents are there uh-huh. too. Yeah. And yeah. then we have um, uh, Clemens. Jerry, Jerry near the table, oh, near right, the right, thing. Right, right. Yep. We have the cop Clemens come in, like, right? What are you guys, doing? What are you guys doing? You need to stop. And then right behind him, Trish comes with the gun. Je- what does Jessica say? She says, uh, like you need to turn him in now he says clement says something and jessica goes oh i will one second oh my gosh trish <laughs> and then right behind clemens is trish gun pointed walking behind him and it was the most cheesiest thing and jess had a smug smile on her face i'm like, like oh she, my gosh like, like she just like created the most masterful plan, plan. Ever. I mean, again, so that's their that's their relationship. Hey, Trish, that's their relationship, I mean, man. She was really close to Clemens, so if she had to shoot, she wouldn't miss. You know, she would. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was that's like, true. "Yes, that's, this is a job that Trish I'm can do." I'm telling you, I'm just saying that these two, these two, yeah, they're like this, um, even though they got problems. So that's not what we're saying. Right. Though. We're saying how the whole scene played out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Walking up behind <laughs> with that little pistol, like it just looked. Uh, it was so unexpected, it and I'm like, oh, all right, and it was corny like, can she okay. save the day at this moment absolutely sure. is it cornet corny absolutely i mean that's fine yeah i mean I, I whatever it's cool yeah the scene that um i wanted to talk about actually was your scene that you mentioned well, oh sorry Go did ahead, you share you. about your favorite scene okay um well not favorite scene but scene that stood out to me yeah um but uh it's the scene that you're talking about and i was like waiting for you to say it and you didn't say it in that conversation that he has with hogarth mm-hmm. he learns that Hope was pregnant with his child. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. And that stops him in his tracks. And you see Hogarth's faith, even as like she's saying it, like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can tell, like she was struggling to keep it in. But that whole it was 
beautifully done. Yeah, that's that whole true. scene. I I didn't focus too much on that because I I focused more on the him talking to Wendy. Right. But you're right. That's a big revelation mm-hmm. because yeah. he didn't know any of this. Mm-hmm. He didn't know any of it. And yeah. he only learned it because he casually used his right. powers. He yeah. said. He said, um, "Why is Jessica after me?" Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Before what what prompted it was Wendy saying that Hogarth was a bad a bad wife. Mm-hmm. And Kilgrave laughs and says, "Tell me something I don't know." And he turns to Hogarth oh, when he says it. Oh yeah. And he's just making a joke. That's right. Because they're vibing over relationship problems. He says, tell me something I don't know. And Hogarth interpreted says, it as, "All right, let me tell you about your fetus." You don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That, that whole scene was beautifully written, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense about some of these other scenes that aren't written that well. <laughs> Wait, so like, but there's different oh, writers from episode to episode. Writers. Yeah, right? it's different so writers. I mean, like I said, they this, should keep on whoever wrote this episode. This, yeah, this show's not perfect. There's little moments that don't don't work little well. Moments. Okay, um, but I think also too, um, Rinaldi. I think you said some people have commented or criticized that this should have been. 10 episodes long yeah and i think i kind of feel that because there are points in episodes like nine or ten where it's like okay like this is kind of taking a little bit long mm-hmm. and i feel like we could have completely got rid of the audrey eastman episode like Holy that seems so God. long ago and God. also super irrelevant yeah. yeah i think netflix messed up because netflix made the director and the writing team do 13 episodes and I'm sure they wrote the episodes out and probably asked Netflix, "Hey, can we like kind of condense this?" And Netflix said no. Mm. So it's all right. We gotta we gotta have one of these episodes just as filler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Audrey Eastman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So real quick, you know, as we close, you know, episode ten, uh, it ends with the story that you shared, Elise, with uh, four hostages on the noose, and uh, Kilgrave has hope and. Basically, uh, Kilgrave is going to trade Hope for his dad, who Jessica has. Um, and so it was a crazy scene, uh, wants to trade and everything. And then, you know, things go south. Uh, Hope kills herself. Um, Kilgrave makes the command. You know, everybody jump or whatever. And they get hung by the noose. And so Jessica has to, have, Jessica has to save both. And episode 10 ends that way. I wanted to ask you guys as we close this episode of our podcast, um, what are your predictions going forward? I know we've seen this show before, but for the uh, for the podcast, what are your predictions going forward? I want to see how Kilgave responds to this uh, kind of confrontation mm-hmm. because now he's kind of running low on people he can use as, I guess, hostages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because now Jessica knows that Kilgrave cannot control her. So now she can just use her super strength to just mm-hmm. punch him in the face and he dies <laughs> yeah. in two seconds. But he, but he also, yeah, you, you're right. But now that. he has to find ways to trap her, mm-hmm. use her kind of compassion against her. And I want to see how he does it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if he has a hostage, she's not going to harm him. Mm-hmm. Trish might start popping some pills. Oh, right. That happens. Oh, no. Not, oh, man. She, she took Diet Steve Rogers pills. Yeah. Oh, and, no. Uh, and uh, Kilgrave's dad was mentioning, oh, you know, just what the pills can do and talking about, like, uh, the, 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 the increase of strength and stamina and all that stuff. And she kind of looked like she was 
thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like when she saw Simpson come through the door and she kicked him out because she saw he was like really erratic and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, dilated people. She was kind of not having it. But then when Kilgrave's dad was talking about, oh, yeah, it enhances this and that. But, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of personality, if it's, you know, if you're naturally aggressive, you know, you can't fix that. So she was kind of looking at that bottle mm-hmm. a little bit. And she was saying something, I think, um, on a phone call with Jessica that, like, uh, she was reflecting on the command that he gave her to put a bullet in her head. She's like, I don't never, I don't ever want to feel like that again. Oh, right. So maybe it correlates. She, she said that she had the phone call. She got homeboy's pills. So she yeah. might be like, okay, I don't want to feel like this. Okay. And you know how she always inserts herself so she might be mm-hmm. popping pills yeah. in the next few episodes. Oh. Don't pop pills, Trish. Say no to drugs, <laughs> y'all. Say no to drugs, Trish. I know you're rooting for Trish. I uh, am. That's, that's a one to four ratio. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't um, care. <laughs> how about you, Freddie? What are you most for? I want to see a strong ending. The series starts out really great. I was hooked in from the first episode. We have a really good villain. We have a really good storytelling. I just wanted to kind of keep that um, trajectory as we close because I actually really do like Kilgrave. Yeah. But I want a, a good ending. Yeah. I um, I think I'm with you. I, I want to see a great ending. I want to see how Jessica navigates um, Kilgrave and trapping him. And they're playing this like cat and mouse you know, he's running and she's catching and then they're in the room together. And so figuring out how is this series going to end and, you know, how is she going to, now she's saying she's going to kill him. How is she going to do it? And so I'm most looking forward to that. Um, that's our episode, guys. Uh, thank you guys for sharing uh, your thoughts on episodes 8 through 10. Next time um, we come together for a jessica jones review it would be episodes 11 through 13 it will be our final review of this season and so uh stay tuned for that well that's our discussion uh let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode you can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com you can also call and leave us a voicemail that number is 617-299-6644 let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode or if you want to say hi to us that's fine too marvelous friends is available on spotify stitcher and apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. Trish! <laughs>